When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Tis the season to be ripped off. Fala la la la. They'll take your dough. Hey, that's the new song I just wrote for the holiday season. Well, it is. It's now that it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is past. We're now officially into the holiday season. And you're going to reprise Ebenezer Scrooge Fisher or something, huh? Yeah. I want to do Scrooge again. I miss doing Scrooge on stage. That was really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, wish I was doing that, but, but instead what I'm doing is a podcast along with Tom cock over there. He's hey. in the aircraft hangar. I'm Don McDonald here in sunny, ridiculously hot Florida, ridiculously hot. And it's snowing here by the yeah. way. So it, yeah. it was like 85 degrees wow. today. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Give us Don't want to rub it in. Don't want to rub it in. I'd love to see a little snow, yeah. but, but right now we want to talk to you about protecting a little dough yours. And this really is a season when scams come out of the woodwork, particularly scams related to shopping. Because what 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 have people done a lot of in the past few days in in America? Well, around the world, really. Shopping. Yeah, Thank oh, you. Pardon me. Oh. I, I mean, and if, the thing if, that's been fascinating about it is there. The, you remember a few weeks ago there was a lot of concern that people wouldn't spend as much money because, you know, we're maybe in a recession or maybe heading into one tough times. But the word is people are opening up their wallets and uh, purses in a big, big way this holiday season. Yeah. And the problem is, is they tend to open their wallets sometimes a little bit too easily. And those who, uh, who whose livelihood depends on ripping you off, generally speaking, people in, uh, in, in, Africa or Eastern Europe or the former Soviet Union, they're out in droves. And and I want to talk a little bit about some of the things you need to be aware of. The one, Tom, that I think really comes up most this time of year is when, like, for example, yesterday I got an email from a company called Online Mart. Okay. Sounds very official. Yeah. it, It has a logo that looks a lot like Walmart's. Looks a lot like it. And it says Cyber Monday special offer. Answer and win a brand new AirPods. Ooh. Well, first, there's a little language little language issue. Answer and win a brand new AirPods. Hmm. That sounds or problematic. Yeah. Maybe that should be just brand new AirPods. It says I've been chosen to participate and uh I'll get this fantastic prize. Well, how do I know this is not legitimate? One it was badly written, and they usually are because they're not native English speakers. But two, go check the email address from which it comes. On most emails, you can you can click on the email, and it will show you the actual address rather than the name that they put for themselves. Which they can put anything. Right. They can put anything. They can put yeah. Amazon shipping. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, this one said Hi- Cyber Monday AirPods. But it's funny. The address is... 
PRO 828-24844 at NWXZ6JX50I2NYX.REG.RU. And are you? Oh, are you? Dot hmm. are you? Now, yes, what, where that what, is. Which country is dot are you? The Republic. Of, no, not the Republic of anything. <laughs> I believe that might the be Re- referring to the former Soviet Union. Russia? Yeah, I think oh, I think that may be yeah. Russia. Mm-hmm. So um, this is totally a scam. The other one you're going to get a lot of is the, oh, we've shipped something to you and the, we're not able to deliver it. We need you to correct the information. And they come from someone, again, that looks official in oh, some way. Often it's a shipping company or it's Amazon or it's Walmart or whomever. And you better be sure. Well, okay. Most of the time, again, check the email address. If it's not at Amazon.com or at Walmart.com, it's a scam. It's a scam. They're not going to send them from somebody else. And yet billions of dollars, maybe more, is uh, are taken from people. It's, I was astounded to read this number. Three quarters of consumers, 75%, have either experienced or been targeted for a scam of some kind. Three well, quarters? I, that was astoundingly I, I high. I, I, I'm shocked it's that low. Okay. I mean, that was amazingly high number to me, but and then I get, I get, on. I get two or three a day. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and it's always, it's generally a fishing type of thing like this, right? Where they're fishing or something. Right. With a P. Yeah. And, and it's not just emails, it's phone calls. I mean, I was astounded to read a column recently where someone answered a call. They, the people said they were from Amazon. They had the wrong credit card or something. And they ended up giving them their, their credit card and taking all this money. I, I, you read this and you can't even literally believe it. But the question is at hand. Okay. Um, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, you got to pay attention to the emails. Credit cards, by the way, are the much better as our friend uh, uh, Herb Weisbaum would remind us because with credit cards, at least you're playing with the bank's money. If you use a debit card, you're playing with your own money, a lot harder mm-hmm. to get it back. But you mentioned something, I think, again, that this, this comes up on our podcast pretty regularly. <laughs> No different than when people tell you, oh, you're going to get the return of the market with no risk. Does that sound too good to be true? Does it sound too good to be true, Don? You're going to get something, buy something and get free AirPod? No, I don't have to buy anything. I get them for free just for answering Ah, a question. I see. Okay. Again, to me, it's like a little common sense there could clear that up pretty quickly. Right. If it sounds too, nobody's giving you anything. Nobody. I know you want to believe, well, I've been a good customer of Amazon, so maybe they are giving me a free $50 gift card. No, they're not. Somebody is going to ask you for some identifying information that they will use to take your money. That is pretty darn close to a 100% certainty. As a matter of fact, there was a piece in the Washington Post by uh, Michelle Singletary where she said, "With, with with the emails or texts that offer you a gift card, or some prize, it's not just likely fake. She says, they all are. Seriously. There's nobody legitimate at all that will do that. They're not going to give no. you stuff for free. Exactly. So, I mean, that's that's one. Again, anything where the, the prices are ridiculous, or as you said, got to fix your credit card, because you hear that one, you got to get the right number in, or the shipping issue. Those seem to come up a lot. And uh, common sense. Hmm, got to be there somewhere to protect yourself. Absolutely. So we want to. We just want to remind you again this time of year 
because your money should be reserved for your holiday pleasure, not for somebody in India or Russia or uh, Lithuania's pleasure. Yeah, which apparently a lot of people there are going to be merrier if they get their hands on your of credit card will. or money some no, way. So be careful. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, if you have questions that you'd like us to answer, we love doing that. Our phone number is 855-935-TALK, and you can leave your questions 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also send your questions in, either speak them or type them at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. And Tom, it looks like you have one of those questions that uh, I, I never get to see them. anymore. I, I know. I love hiding them from me. It's the only yeah. thing I can hold over your head here, basically. So now I, just, I don't have any. I, <laughs> truly, I have no I have no idea what this question is. <laughs> he doesn't. That's true. I don't. I don't but know. I know I have such confidence in you that you will be able to answer this without a second thought. This comes from Andy in Zanesville, Ohio. Tom and Don, I'm listening to a recent podcast where a newer listener was asking about actively managed funds versus index funds. I used to follow his mindset that as long as the actively managed fund beats the index more than the fund expenses, then I would be ahead investing in that active fund. I'd spend a lot of time researching this to find the best fund mix, but it was challenging due to the fact that they may only have a short history to compare. Also, also, I became aware that some other big issues that you did not mention to your caller on the air that not only are active managed funds compared to the wrong indexes many times, but the fund can change its index often. In other words, it can fun- change what it holds. and change what it its benchmark. Com- and, or, right, yeah, it, it can change what it to. owns. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, so it's hard to make those. Thank you for your program information. I knew you'd be. You'd, the comment is there's no reason to use actively managed funds. If you want to go back and look what their track record has been compared to the index, that's great. But you can't buy that. Because no. that's what it's been. That's right. not what it's going to be. That is utterly meaningless. It is. So it and, means it means they did well in the past. Does that exactly. mean they will do well in the future? No way. And so uh, you know, again, don't have to take our word for it because we've mentioned this on the program before. The wonderful Spiva survey looks at this on a very regular basis. You can type that in online. You can go back and look at the SPIVA, Standard and Poor's Indexes versus Active. Yeah, and you can go back and look at the track record and make your own judgments. But uh, we've been doing this a long time. We're pretty confident in the fact that uh, you'll come to the, the same. The conclusion science that we actually have. <laughs> supports us. It does. Yeah. Uh, so hmm. it says, and the science says, the academic research, multiple studies show that any outperformance is where, where they they have outperformed in the past, that any of that previous outperformance is more likely related to the manager just being lucky than the manager being skillful. It's luck more than skill. And the numbers absolutely back that up. And the other thing, here's another problem that you know, I don't want anybody else saying we didn't give people the right answer. Uh, Actively managed funds have another drag on them that does not show up. Well, I have two other drags on them that do not show up in the expense ratio. Yeah. Because they are actively managed, their stocks move in and out of the portfolio at a fairly rapid, regular clip. They have what is called high turnover. Mm -hmm. 
And when you have high turnover, even if you're paying tiny little spreads or commissions, those are costs that drag down the overall performance and may very well hurt it in a big way at some day, point in the future. The other thing that sneaks up on you, if these aren't in an IRA account, ah, is that, for this. Yeah, that yeah. actively managed funds are much more likely to realize capital gains. And guess what? This year is going to be one of those weird years where you lose money on the year of owning the fund. The, the value goes down, but you'll probably have a tax bill. I mean, these are, you're, you'll wait till January. People will be writing this like, hey, oh, be I own XYZ fund. Mm-hmm. It lost money in 2022, but I had to pay taxes on it. Yep, that's uh, not too bright. And uh, either an index fund or certainly an exchange traded fund takes eliminates that problem it, it it does away with a lot of it in an index fund but an exchange traded fund basically does away with it so it's a way better alternative especially well, in a but taxable the problem account. is people want to beat the market one wants to be average no one wants to be average yeah, and sorry. and the message we're trying to, to to send is that average Ain't so bad. No, it's been pretty good. Because you got to figure on the above average side of the ledger, then you're dealing with with a huge pool of people in millions who are losing. And at the other end, the winners, they tend to be these hedge fund billionaires. So, you know, it takes thousands of you losing to fund or tens of thousands of you losing to fund one of them. Yeah. It's a balance thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, watch billions. You'll, you'll understand. (laughs) You'll understand. Another question. This one comes from Jared in Midland, Texas. Oh, that's my family's neck of the woods. Yeah. The Permian Basin, Midland, Odessa. I love that uh, football movie. Hi, this is Jared from Texas. Is it possible to tax loss harvest in a fully taxable brokerage account while at the same time, have a recurring paycheck contribution into a 401k that is buying a similar fund. Yes. Of course. Of course, because yeah. it's a different account. Yeah, it it's matter. like a whole new world. They're different worlds. The government does not the, care what they, you're doing inside of that uh, 401k As a matter of fact, you could, you could tax loss sell in your brokerage account, take all the money if you were able to somehow get it into your 401k, you could, or in your IRA, you could buy the same fund there. Exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. So you'd wouldn't balance matter. it out. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's that's an easy one there. So how about all that? Right. That's a couple questions. That's good. Then we're done. All right. All right. That's it. No, and is- I do want to mention that uh, as we come up to the end of the year, many of you, and I've talked to several of you the last couple of days, you kind of want to have everything looked at. Like, hey, let's see, I'm going into 2023. How's my portfolio look? Am I properly balanced? Wait, is 2023 coming up? Darn near around the my oh, no. my my uh, calendar still says November, but I believe this won't air if I can use that word until no. December. No, it'll air it. in November. All right, so but we're getting pretty close. Uh, and so many of you have said, I got. I want to make sure I'm ready for next year. I got a mishmash. I got a hodgepodge. Give us a call or go online, set up an appointment. We will make it happen. TalkingRealMoney.com. And uh, they just click on? Uh, uh, meet meet an advisor. Meet an advisor. Thank you, Don. I always forget that one. So I, take I advantage that of that. And, uh, pretty much all I have down. But I have that down. Great conversations lately. Love to have a few more. So do it. Program note. Quick program note. Podcast note. Future note. Um, we will have 
new shows. Uh, this one's coming out on Wednesday, then Thursday, then Friday. And then we do our live show again together. We'll be back in Ooh. Seattle again. Oh, let's sing it. Back, back in, in Seattle, Seattle again. Are we out of sync somehow? Oh, sorry. Okay, do again. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're not going to do it again. Bad idea. We blew our chance. That I could do Cl- Kelly Clarkson's Christmas song. The Would that moment be has no. passed. Oh, somebody did write us recently in a review and said they try to be too jokey. So I don't want to be. Was jokey. that a recent so, review? Yeah, I think it was the last month or so. I read those when I was on my trip because I was like, I have time. I'll go in and read those, which I never do. So I blame Tom. Okay. Um. So we're going. We're going. But uh, oh, I just what I wanted to say was we're going to be back in Seattle again on yes. our show in Seattle, back which means you'll be able Seattle. to call live on Saturday Ooh, from yeah. three to five Eastern time or noon to two Pacific time. That's Saturday. December. December. I don't know. One, one. two, three. The third. December third. Yeah. You sure? Absolutely yeah, positive on that. Yep. Noon Pacific, three Eastern on all most right. of these stations. No, on that one station. Oh, I'll get that. I all right. Um, thank you all for being a part of our little get together. We uh, hope you have a great rest of your day and keep listening to us. Tell your friends and neighbors. And if you like us, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or you can rate us on Spotify. I'm Don McDonald along with Mr. Thomas Seacock, the airplane maven, talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.